Hi, my name is Susanna Hexter and I'm a DFOR student in the Armstrong Group in the Inorganic Chemistry Laboratory here in Oxford. And today I'm going to talk a bit about my research. So, in order to power our cars and heat our homes, we currently rely on fossil fuels, ancient stores of energy found on Earth. But we now know that fossil fuels cause pollution and climate change. What's more, Earth's energy demand is set to increase rather than decrease in the future. This has led to a drive to find a new source of energy, one that can be burnt cleanly and used in conjunction with renewable sources of energy, such as solar and wind, to enable us to power our lives without having any detrimental effects on the planet. Hydrogen may be the answer to this. Hydrogen can be made through water electrolysis and then stored and used when needed, for example, through a hydrogen fuel cell. However, in order to do this, we need to use catalysts which contain noble metals such as platinum. And these are rare and expensive. In order for hydrogen to be a viable fuel of the future, we need to look for a new catalyst. In my research, I look to nature for inspiration. Nature has had millions of years to create and perfect the best hydrogen producers known, these enzymes called hydrogenases. Hydrogenases enable certain organisms to use hydrogen as an energy source, converting it into protons and electrons. They are also able to work reversibly, producing hydrogen from water. Unlike us, they are able to do this using abundant metals. They use nickel and iron in their active sites. In my research, I try to answer the question how. How are these enzymes able to do what us scientists can't? Before I can start to explain a technique which I use in my research, let's first have a closer look at the chemistry which these enzymes carry out. These enzymes interconvert hydrogen and protons and this also involves the transfer of two electrons. In my experiments, this can be detected as a small current. The technique which I use to do this is called protein film electrochemistry. Protein film because it requires that a thin film of the protein, in this case the enzyme hydrogenase, is applied to an electrode, and electrochemistry because the technique couples a chemical reaction with an electron transfer between the enzyme and the electrode. In my experiments, a small potential can be applied to the electrode, and this gives the enzyme the driving force required to start to interconvert hydrogen and protons. The transfer of electrons, which also takes place during this, is then detected as a small current. In my experiments, I change the conditions at which the enzyme is in. For example, I change things such as pH and temperature and the presence of any inhibitors. All these things will change how quickly the enzyme carries out the reaction, something which we refer to as the turnover rate. This turnover rate is directly, directly proportional to the current observed. And so, by looking at how the current changes with the different conditions, I can piece together a picture of how these hydrogenases work. Unfortunately, oxygen is an inhibitor of these enzymes, which means I have to carry out all my experiments in a glove box, such as this one. 
Because of this sensitivity to oxygen, it means that hydrogenases themselves will probably never be used in future hydrogen producing devices. So then you might ask the question, why bother? Why bother studying something which will never be used? Well, hydrogenases show us how it can be done. They show us how we can produce platinum, a clean fuel, using abundant metals. If we are able to understand how hydrogenases can do this, we can then apply this knowledge to creating successful synthetic versions or analogues of them. If we are able to do this, then hydrogen really could become the fuel of the future.